Brian. It's good to, to chat with you in an official coordination capacity once again for everybody to listen. You make it sound like we know what the hell we're doing. We, we don't, don't, but if I can make it sound like that, then that's half the battle. Nah. <laughs> good luck. Welcome to another episode of Detasseling the Huskers Proudly, presented by Coordination. I'm Greg Mahochko. Alongside, as always, Brian Toll. Brian, you're sick. I'm sick, but the show goes on. This is another game that Nebraska just started really slow. You honestly wonder how many times can the same team make the same mistakes early and come back and win throughout the entire season as many times as they've had. Brian, why why Grammar Nazi is getting the nod this week, knowing uh, that I am a Grammar Nazi? I'm also married to one, so. Okay. Y'all are mean. No, the team that's the poster child for a dumpster fire in the Big Ten right now. The unfireable coach, Kirk Ferenz, the quarterback that's regressed a bunch. James Vandenberg, ARRBHD, angry IO running back, hating God. A defense that quit last week against Michigan and got ran over. The sun came out the next day, didn't it? The and sun, the next day? The sun continues to come out. And you know what? The sun will come out tomorrow. You bet your bottom dollar on that? <laughs> yes. This is going to be good if you're a Nebraska ball. If you thought they were going to be 6-2 and two by this time this year, I want to take you to Vegas or something because you're going to tell me what Powerball is tomorrow. But, you know, you got to have a little more happiness and everything with Nebraska ball. Tim Miles has done a great job. Sean Go. Name alone wins, doesn't it? Hey, he is Tommy Armstrong. Jesus. Good Lord. <laughs> um, you know. Is, is it getting past your bedtime? You're getting awful cranky all of a sudden. I, I am. I, I'm older than you, so shut up. Anyway, <laughs> and I'll stay off your lawn, sir. <laughs> um, it sucks. It sucks. Chop it up. Um, <laughs> down to my last liter of Mountain Dew. I don't know what to do with this. You know what? Some people are really upset because it's you know, and this 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 is always going to throw me for a loop. Some people really you know get grumpy because oh they're not winning because. I got to run the ball 90 times, and I still don't trust my Riley. And, you know, why they fire a ball? This is crap. Oh, and it's like, can you. Pardon my mouth. I swear, Jar, here it comes. Can you enjoy it for five fucking minutes? You remember the show, Name That Tune? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I can name that tune in three notes. And then somebody says, I can name that tune in two notes. And you say, Name That Tune. Well, think about this. Uh huh. Imagine, imagine the sad sap that had to learn how to, like, Especially about today, the guy had to sing, uh, you know, jazzy lounge music to like rock or something like that or rap. Think about that. Would that be just the weirdest job in the world? What do you do for a living? I sing, I sing California Dreamin' in a lounge voice. Brian, episode six, and Nebraska's five and zero heading into the bye. Ooh, we're the worst five and zero team in North America. I don't think I don't think you can say that. No, everybody else says that. Nebraska's undefeated, and that's all fine and dandy. But it's again about eleven o'clock, and we're starting to record. Why do you hate my sleep? I'm perfectly fine. I don't know what the hell your problem is. Every year we do a podcast. Bob Dylan wins a Nobel Peace Prize. So, that'll do it here, guys. For Greg Mahachko, Brian Toll, part of SB Nation. Wish everybody happiest of weeks that's it guys for now take care stay safe go big red heart you gotta have heart miles and miles of heart what is heart 
Hard is running through a return man when the game is on the line. Hard is giving everything you have in practice, day after day. Hard is finding the strength to run down the field one more time when you can barely breathe. The heart in me pumps Husker Red. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Five Heart Podcast, uh, brought to you by Corn Nation and hosted by the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. Um, this is going to be, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm swimming out of my depth here. Uh, this is going to be a completely different show than anything we've ever had uh, here on the Five Heart Podcast or, or probably any podcast that I've ever done. Uh, usually about this time, I would introduce, uh, as, as I've, you know, as I was reviewing and as you heard uh, there in, in the opening minutes of this show, a uh, little little tribute, some audio that I pulled from years of podcasting with uh, uh, our good friend Brian Toll. Um, I would always say, uh, you know, it, joining me as always is my good friend, fellow Husker fan and longtime broadcast buddy Brian Toll. Uh, but if you've been on the internet at all this week, the last uh, 48 hours or so, you know that uh, uh, Brian uh, left us uh, this this week. Uh, uh, in unexpected passing. Uh, we we didn't really talk about it last week when I had Haas uh, Reuter on on the show. We just said, uh, you know, he was unavailable, and you know, keep him in your thoughts and prayers. I didn't know how much of the story uh, wanted to to get out, but uh, Brian had had uh, some health issues, was in the hospital, and uh, it was. Early Wednesday morning, um, in the one o'clock hour, uh, he passed away uh, in in a hospital down in um, in Texas, and and uh, it, it it stunned us all. Um, coronation was was damn quiet uh, on Wednesday, with the exception of you know kind of a what we call roundtables. You know, we we all hop in there and, and share our thoughts. Usually, it's uh, you know about the upcoming opponent or. You know, what do you think about the Big Ten's chances this year type of thing? Uh, but this was this was just a, a completely different uh, tone. And, and as word uh, got out there across SB Nation, uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, just an, a tremendous outpouring of uh, uh, grief, uh, but also support. Um, and and joining me this, this week, uh, you know, I honestly, I thought that, you know, I'd spoken with Brian on Tuesday and he was – uh, hoping to be out of the hospital within a day or so and, and back to work because he's just he's, he was just a grinding son of a gun. But uh, uh, we had hoped to have him back on, on the podcast and, and resuming his normal co-host duties, and, and we'll uh, uh, you know we'll figure it out from here. But I, I thought it was important to bring in uh, the, the top brass uh, from Corn Nation, uh, and so uh, I'm I'm thrilled, but also. Uh, you know, thrilled to have him on the show, uh, but but deeply saddened for for the reasons why. Uh, but John Johnston, uh, welcome to your first uh, trip on on to uh, uh, the Five Heart Podcast. But man, what uh, under these conditions, I, I wish we weren't talking uh, at you know at, at this time. I, that's true. I guess I got up Wednesday morning and I noticed that I had. Uh, five phone calls in a row from Kelly, his wife at about four thirty, And I kind of already, <clears throat> kind of already guessed yeah. what had happened. And, and uh, I'm not as composed, I guess, as you, <clears throat> but, um, 
I, I mean, he was just bitching about being in the hospital and, uh, you know, it was for heart problems and, you know, whenever you're in the hospital or that's my understanding. I'm not going to go into the details about what, uh, you know, the medical issues were, but, um, <clears throat> you know, he was just bitching about being in the hospital for so long that, like you said, and I guess I told him to, you know, yeah, it sucks being in the hospital, but you need to, you know, just do what they tell you and don't worry about us and you'll be fine and be back. And and then obviously he wasn't back. I, I know he was thrilled. I think it was Tuesday evening. He, he got a shower and he, he said, you know what, even though I'm, I'm still stuck in, in the hospital, it's, it, you know, it, it's it's a step closer to some kind of normalcy. Um, I had sent him a message when when he he had messaged me last week saying, "Hey, I'm not going to be able to record." Um, so we hadn't recorded the week before for unrelated reasons, probably work schedules, things like that couldn't come together. Uh, we had planned on having Hoss on on the show anyway, so I just said, "Hey, is it all right if I?" If I get Hoss and we just, you know, we, he, he he was obviously on board, but I, knowing that he was in the hospital and not knowing how he was feeling, I, I reached out to him uh, Tuesday afternoon. It was about four thirty uh, Central Time, and I, uh, I said, "Hey, man, how's it going?" Uh, and and I never heard back, and and that, you know, I I know that I saw that he had seen the message it was Facebook Messenger, so you can see, you know, when when somebody sees a message, obviously he had other things going on and. Um, but, uh, let, let's kind of start at, at the beginning. Um, you know, cause, cause Brian was the, the one who got me into coronation. He opened the door right. for me. Uh, so, you know, I, don't kick me out, please. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, why, what, what was it? Cause, cause he and I had worked together on, um, I, I guess I can say now defunct. I don't know. Uh, but we were over at Husker Locker, uh, for a, a cup of coffee, as they say, um, but that was it. Yeah, but I was trying to remember earlier today what you know because that went out. They just went out, right? They just yeah. kind of everybody quit all at once. Pretty pretty well, yeah. Um, was that was probably 2012 then? I want to say maybe even latter half of 2011. I know it's been it was several years. And in, in looking at my uh, uh, you know going back as I mentioned through through our old shows detasseling the Huskers. Uh, that Brian and I used to do, which was a fun little mailbag show. Uh, you know, the first one that we did that was in the fall of 2012. So, um, yeah, we were probably away, broken away from from Husker Locker for at least six months, or at least I was. And I know Brian came to Coronation before I did. What? How did you come across Brian's work, and 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 what about his stuff? You know, caught your eye, caught your interest, and wanted. You know, was the cause for for you bringing him on on to coronation? Oh, part of this I'm going to have to make up because my memory is so blown up from my own problems. <clears throat> but I think that it was, uh, you know, I knew that. Here's the thing. I mean, coronation was growing. Uh, I there at some point I came to the realization that, you know, if coronation was going to continue to grow that uh, I had to find more people to do stuff. And then I had to also change it so that I, instead of me trying to write most of the stuff, that I would have to kind of almost step into the background a little bit and focus my, or emphasize making them successful. In other words, 
putting them in a position where they could become better writers and they could, you know, have access to more uh, contacts or materials or things like that. And then uh, I think it just went on from there because Husker Locker, we got, I think Brandon Cavanaugh joined us for a little bit. Uh, Brian obviously stayed. James Stevenson. Yep, James Stevenson was there for a little while, and he was, he was. Uh, primarily, uh, you know, baseball. Uh, he, he's he's yeah. a baseball guy. He, so he came in and wrote about baseball for us for a year, and then I think he realized that he had another position that was taking too much time, or something happened in mm-hmm. his life. But uh, you know, it was a honestly, it was a chance for me to. I mean, when you when you go and get people who are already writing for a site. The thing is, is they know other people who want to write for sites. So it's kind of like saying, you know what, if I (laughs) – okay, I'll be brutally honest. (laughs) Here's the thing. If you go over to another site and you steal all their guys, not only do you steal some of their good guys, but you put them out of business. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's that that, uh, uh, headhunter mentality. Yeah, it is. It is. And I – you know, like I said earlier, I realized that – you know, we needed to grow. We needed, and it, the other thing is, is that uh, I've been involved. I mean, I'm an IT guy, so I've been involved with bullet boards and message boards way back since. You know, we all had modems and crap like that, probably before your time. I but, I remember the old dial-ups. Come on, no, I'm I'm younger than you, but I, I mean, and I'm considerably younger than you, but I'm not that. Young. <laughs> so I, I couldn't resist. One of the things that I also always wanted to have, especially at Coronation or a website I ran, was different voices. I don't want us to be, you know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. want us to be all rah-rah for Mike Riley, for example. Or let's go back to the last regime. We had people that, you know, you had your Bo Pelini guys and your anti-Bo Pelini guys, your Bo Leavers and your Bo Leave. Le- Leavers was that it? Bow believers and your bow leavers or something? They were, but I yeah, it was, I, it was bow leavers just depending on how you uh, depending on how you spell the leave part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I I wanted uh, I want people to have different opinions. I want them to come together and discuss their opinions in a. I, you know what? Raise the level of discourse on the internet, which you know I obviously I think that our site does very well. I think that we're, our community does fairly well on in terms of allowing different people to say what they're thinking uh, without getting personal. Obviously, I have to go in every once in a while and remind people, you know, don't be mean and don't be personal to each other. There's a way you can discuss these things without, you know, that's the kind of side I wanted to mm-hmm. run. So when I, I looked at different people to go get, it was always, you know, it wasn't, I never looked at it and said, oh, this is what they're writing about, so this is what they're going to be. It was more of bringing them in and saying, you know what, this is what your expectations are. I've always given people a lot of freedom, obviously. (laughs) 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 But I've also, uh, (coughs) sorry, I've also kind of, you know, expected, I've expected them to be tolerant of each other. Yes, and that was, that's a big key, and we, we see it, all the time, you know, just in, you know, before there was the Slack chat room for that we use, and, and we, we've mentioned that, you know, several times here on the show, uh, but, you know, the emails, there was always, a, and, and this was a, a great word that I saw in all the comments and all the in all the little blurbs, little pieces that, that you know, either 
we the the contributors of coronation or or the commenters you know the visitors to the site that always did that banter that that's the the word that guys but it wasn't always you know i agree with you 100 percent. in in fact micah i believe uh uh said you know without using the term combative you know they all they you know you don't always see eye to eye and that's that's what you want and, and, and that's what exactly what you just, you know, how you framed it is, is uh, you want to see things from different perspectives and bring those viewpoints in. And that's what makes Coronation uh, such the special uh, site that it is. And Brian was a big part of that. And as you mentioned, you know, a few moments ago, um, when you, you know, for lack of a better term, died, you know, and, and, and thank, the, thank, <laughs> well, the good, yeah. thank the good Lord you came back. But uh, uh, when... when with all of that, Brian stepped up probably more so than anyone else and uh, took a lot of the weight from your shoulders and and managed things in your absence. And then when you came back, as you've continued to, uh, you know, recover and heal and, and, and get back, you know, your, uh, to, to the capacity that you were, uh, he was... You know, he was always there. He he was, you know, ready to publish something, write something every day. He was in in communication with all the you know all of us, all the contributors, saying, uh, you know, uh, what do we got to publish today? You know, things like that. Some of his uh, little uh, uh, coined phrases. Um, but he he yeah, was yeah, he was one who fact, stepped up. Honestly, <laughs> he drove me nuts sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I kept telling him, would you stop trying to do everything because you have other people and you need to not do this. I mean, blogging sucks. It does. I mean, I, it's a grind. And what I've seen from people over the years is that people get burned out on it. And that was always my fear with Brian. But Brian never got burned out. On the other hand, I kept wanting him to go, okay, you need to give this up or you need to give this up because we'd like to, it's time for us to introduce another voice here. Right. Right. So like this this year we brought on four new people and only two of them are still with us, right? Yeah, I know <laughs> some of them had to had to step Sorry. aside for for other um uh you know other opportunities or or you know things that could have been um uh you know they have a nice phrase for this. Uh it's slipping my mind. Um but anyway, there were uh I don't know, conflict of interest or or things like that. Um so you know they had to they had to step aside with with the understanding i think of all of us and, and you yourself that hey you know what this is perfectly fine and and thanks for coming here kind of the door's always open if you know if you want to come back by my understanding yeah that's that is true for i'd say 90 percent of them i've always kind of just you know i, I <clears throat> i've learned that from years of, of well, I was a I was a Boy Scout leader for 17 years, and you, what you realize when you're working with people—I mean, most of us are volunteers. You don't beat volunteers, right? You know what I mean? You don't beat them over the head and tell them what they did wrong all the time. If they're doing something wrong, it's probably because you didn't give them good enough instruction. And, and at but the same you time, don't, from that volunteer, you don't close doors to them unless they're nasty people who are, from what you determine, are are toxic to the rest of your group. So. We've had very, very little of that, actually. And and even before the events of this week, um, there there have, we have what I would consider a very cohesive unit. Like we mentioned, they don't know, we don't always see eye to eye. 
um, but everybody gets along and everybody is is respectful and and. Uh, well, they don't they don't go stomping off and saying "screw you." I'm taking my ball and going home. Right. You know what I mean. Right. Um, I mean, we can get you know. There was times at which I had to calm Brian down, but you know that as well as I do. He could be pretty feisty. Um, and and that, which is part of why I love the guy. Uh, I mean, he wore it all, you know, right on his sleeve. And and if he was if he was teed off about something, everybody knew it. But he never. I never, con- you know, considered any of his rants. We'll use rants. That's a nice word. Um, they weren't ever personal. You know, he he would rant at times right here on this show. Uh, rant about, uh, you know, the football team or the Big Ten or the administration, uh, you know, the basketball program. Um, but he was he always came at it from a rational place and not ever, you know. Em- I don't say not emotional, but not personal. Like he never said, uh, Tim Miles can go to hell and and take, you know, the assistant coaches that left him, you know, with him. He never said anything like that. Uh, it, it every it, it was always, dare I don't want to use the word fact based, but that's kind of what it was. I mean, every every argument that he made, he could somehow back up with some some pretty solid reasoning. Yeah, here, here's the thing that I don't think any of us realize. I guess I do because Brian would call me when things were happening. But uh, Brian broke the Keith Williams DUI story probably four to five hours before even anybody else in the media uh, had that. And he called me about it on a – I think it was on a Sunday. And he called me and he goes, uh, Keith Williams is arrested for DUI. And my first thought was – how do you that's know one this? of our that's one of our receivers, right? Because <laughs> I suck at names mm-hmm. anymore. But I, he starts telling me this stuff, and he goes, "What do I do?" And I'm like, "Okay, well, you know, we start going through all this stuff." Honestly, we probably get crap from people about being bloggers and stuff like that. But for Nebraska, the University of Nebraska's athletic department, we are credentialed, and therefore we're seen as media, and we need to take the steps to be. You know, take the same steps, I think, that most media does, and we're probably even more cautious than that because, you know, we're SB Nation and people look at us like, oh, you're filth. But, uh, you know, I t- after the talking to him for a while about it, he, you know, we, I said, yeah, we need to go ahead with it. The one I didn't let him go ahead with was uh, he had this stuff on the Bo Pelini audio. Mm-hmm. He had that for a while, and I said, you can't do this unless we get the audio. I said we cannot. We know that this is out there, but we can't do anything with it. If uh, if you get the audio and we can listen to it and say, yeah, that's Bo Pelini, then it's an instant publish. But you know, without the audio, and then I think uh, Dirk at Dirk Chatelaine at <coughs> the oh, Omaha paper had it first, and you know. But th- I think the thing we're going to miss that we don't realize about Brian is the context he had and he made. And and. He, Especially in recruiting, that was that was the next place that I was gonna to you know go is he for I I don't know how he did it but he had uh, you know for this is a maybe it's a untimely phrase but he had his finger on the pulse of recruiting uh, and and knew what was going on and and he had um, you know pre writes ready to go he said hey you know this is in the editor ready to go when uh, Michael Parsons commits. 
Uh, you know, I've that that's an upcoming recruit, and we'll keep our fingers crossed that, that you know that one actually goes through. But uh, um, you know, he had things ready to go, and, and he said, you know, expecting a decision. Watch Twitter five o'clock, whatever. And he was able to keep us aware just in case, you know, in the event that he got, you know, busy at work or with his family, uh, you know, we, he helped keep us and he was my recruiting contact. I mean, now I'm going to yeah. have to listen to the big red Cobcast, Jeez. And listen to Pat over there talk recruiting. Cause that, <laughs> that that's terrifying. <laughs> no, I, uh, it, and, and Hossel backed me up on this. Uh, uh, you know, I, I put over the big red Cobcast big time last week, uh, and I know they'll have thoughts. I'm sure uh, uh, on on this situation in their upcoming show uh, at the beginning of next week. So make sure you check that out. Um, but yeah, Brian was my go-to. I mean, we would spend right here on on the podcast. We would spend you know ten or or more minutes talking recruiting and him getting me caught up and you know therefore getting the the listeners caught up. And then and then we'd talk about the, the game of the week or the game we just had or you know whatever the hell else was going on. I mean. What he was able to accomplish recruiting-wise, I mean, I'm biased, so Coronation's about the only college football blog I read, but I don't know if anybody else had someone as devoted to recruiting as Brian was. Yeah, that's uh, <clears throat> that's probably going to be the hardest thing to replace for him because, uh, yeah, he did follow that stuff like I, like so close. And uh, that's one thing that I have never, you know, in the past 11 years, that's it's one thing I've never been into is, now, I did a yearbook years ago where we were writing a yearbook for Maple Street Pep Press who went out of business. And I did get involved in recruiting at that time. And I, you know, I was the guy that called uh, high school coaches and stuff like that. And it was kind of interesting, but I never, you know... I never just got. I, I don't know. You know, it always seemed like stalking to me. And 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 <clears throat> nobody was more aware of this than Brian. But you know, social media made recruiting and the focus on recruiting that much more prevalent. Um, and I think we saw that quite a bit last year with you know kids like Keyshawn Johnson Jr. Uh, and now this year it's with uh, Bookie. So you know we have as as a as a program, you know, we have the ambassadors out there in the, in the recruiting classes, but as coronation, you know, we've lost our, our biggest, uh, you know, recruiting guy. And I think, uh, um, Aaron Sorensen, a friend of ours who, who, uh, she was also over there at Husker locker, um, had, had some panel discussions that involved, uh, you know, her and, and Brandon and Brian and myself and, and uh, a few others, but uh, um, she is over at, uh, what was it, Land Grant 10? Land or? of 10. Land, Land of, of 10. 10. All right. That was close-ish. Uh, she, she, of course, a friend of mine, I consider her a friend. I, I know uh, Brian did as well, and she had a really nice piece uh, on Land of 10 today about uh, the, the Husker fans and, and the community that they are and, and about Brian and... Uh, uh, because she's experienced her, you know, moment as well, where uh, you know, where support right. was needed and, and support was given, and uh, <clears throat> it's, you know, so so it, it's just it, it boggles my mind that uh, you know, here's what I'll miss the most from uh, from Brian, and that's that's just the, that's not the recording 
Um, it's it's coordination really, but he he was he he was that guy who who was always always ready, you know, just always there if you, if you needed to, to talk or if you had a question about something. Um, you know, he 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 was always there. He's you know lighting everybody up and and uh, uh, you know making everybody laugh and 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 that's I think what we internally are going to miss the most aside from the recruiting, aside from you know the content and the scheduling and and you know the backbone everything else but just his personality and and uh uh you know they say uh you know one in a million and i think that that phrase gets tossed out maybe a little too loosely but but brian was that type of person who uh you know he he very very much from the heart but also you know when he was fired up and ready to go he he didn't mind you know letting you know that hey let's you know, let's, let's stay on point. Let's focus. Let's get everybody's attention in here. And, and, uh, you know, big, big breaking news is about to happen. Um, you know, I, I think that was the discussion earlier in the week, this week with the, the college basketball thing. And, and, uh, he, he was right there in the thick of that conversation as well. Yeah. What was his line? What did I just read? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he'd come back then, then, then either you know after uh, uh, this is you know we're 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 uh, a peek behind the curtain uh, for for any of you Wizard of Oz fans who know that uh, uh, phrase, but th- this is a peek behind the curtain of, of things in the Slack chat room is we we jokingly call call it uh, hashtag CN Slack after dark, and it's not anything weird. I mean, it's just. You know, it, it, things just get a little goofy. You know, maybe uh, you know, maybe Ty's been uh, over at Blue Blood uh, Brewing Company there in Lincoln having a few cold ones, or or uh, you know, Ryan and Pat are are out uh, west. You know, during a game having a few uh, beers, or or Jill is making her homemade. I don't know, rhubarb wine, I think is what she was talking about. Anyway. She was supposed to send me corn cob wine and she never did. <laughs> it's not too late. Jill, now you're on now, now it's now it's official. Now it's on the podcast. So Jill, now you're on you you you've been put on notice. Uh, but you know, we, we get in there, we have a good time, we joke and it's it's very much laid back because at nine o'clock at night there, you know, unless it's you know like now where we're scrambling to try to get the, the schedule and everything else going. Uh, but Brian would meander in at, and and get caught up on on the conversation, and that's when he say, "What the hell did I just read?" <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's uh, it, it's that kind of that dry that dry wit, you know. Sometimes that that he just come in and and uh, and and he, he could pop the room, and and that when you can pop pop us, you know, that's like I said, something special about him, and it it's cliche. But he and and it's been said, you know, by all of us and and you know most of the regulars who interact on Coronation. But he will be dearly missed. Um, yeah, there's. He will. I feel. I bad. mean, come on. Realistically, I thought bowling died with Nixon. <laughs> he kept it alive. <laughs> I mean, I never knew that there were people. What was that movie with, uh, oh, come on, the dumb movie about the Amish kid that bowled? Uh, uh, Kingpin. Yeah. I mean, I knew nothing about bowling. <laughs> and 
Brian, here's Brian going, you know, on an every other day basis, talking about some guy that wants his holes drilled. I'm like, what the hell is this about? I have no clue as to what you're talking about. You can't drill a hole like that. What? what? I think, I think, yeah, my my the, my favorite one. It seems like it was just you know within the last month or so, uh, somebody comes in and, and they had bought three or four bowling balls somewhere else and he w- that wanted him to drill them at like the discount rate if, you know if you bought them in house or something and of course he's he's in in something of a customer service uh, position I've been there many times I, you know most people have where you know you can't just blow up and and you know look at the customer and throw the bowling balls at their faces I'm sure he wanted to um, but you know he comes and he vents and he rants all that to us and that was that just made for such such entertaining reading when he would come back in and say, you're not going to believe this MFR. <laughs> so I understand this. When you buy a bowling ball, I actually buy one. It's just a round ball. Yeah, yeah. You because All right. All right. So since we're talking about bowling, the only time I was ever in a bowling league was when I lived up in Shadron. And I bought, ordered, and had, you know, delivered, shipped to the bowling alley there. Uh, my very own bowling ball. Still have it. It's a Pittsburgh Steelers bowling ball. Don't give me any shit. Um, but it, they didn't have any of the hills drilled. So what they have there is, um, it's like a, it's not even a device. It's just, uh, you know, a place where this is this is classic. You know, CN slack after dark. It's a place where you put your fingers in and your thumb to measure out where it's comfortable for you, and then that's how they know where to drill the the holes on the ball. I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. It's been a long time since I had my. It's been a long time since I had my holes drilled. Yeah, I did not know any of this. It's just bizarre <laughs> to me. I always, you know, I go to the bowling alley. I you go find a ball that you feel isn't too <laughs> is dead that your fingers don't get stuck in. See, right. that was the big thing. Yeah, and I don't even know, you know, because I was 22. Probably it's probably been 15 years, or, or you know, since I had that bowling ball over so it's been a long time since i picked it up and rolled it but uh i think that's something that's going to have to be done in the near future is is bowling in in uh, honor of brian because he he loved bowling and he loved coming on here and, and we would talk about bowling we talked about it last year when the women uh, uh were you know in the in the national tournament and i remember vividly because they lost to mckendry <laughs> university which is 10 minutes from my hometown i mean it's right here in southern illinois um, huh. So we talked about that and and the fact that the McKendry coaches are Husker alums and and brought that you know that tradition and that you know pride of excellence from Lincoln to Lebanon, Illinois. Uh, so you know we talked about that and it it didn't always have that was a great thing with Brian. You know when when we talked here it, it didn't always have to be football talk. Um, you know we went away for a long time. Uh, our last episode was the end of May when the baseball team uh, won the regular season Big Ten championship, and we all know how it went for them after that. But we didn't record again because of my changing schedule and his schedule, so we didn't record again until the week of the first uh, football game. Oh, that's right, yeah. So, uh, um, you know, so – but we were able to, you know, we, we can t- get in there and talk basketball, talk some women's basketball, talk volleyball, baseball. Um, I tended to bring up wrestling more than he did, and he had the bowling covered. So, I mean, he, he was ready to go. If it was Husker-related, he knew his shit. That's true, he did. 
And that was the <laughs> – sorry, I keep coughing. Hey, things That's happen. the other – I'm out of Guinness. Um, <laughs> it's what I do when I run out of Guinness. I cough. Um, I mean, the, that's the other thing that was a kind of a thing for me with Corn Nation was I wanted us to just – I wanted us to do more sports than just football. So, you know, I like Nebraska baseball. Um, I have since – I have since a good friend of mine who is actually on the site most often. His dad was kind of a a booster. I don't want to say a booster, but kind of heavily involved with the baseball program all the way back to, uh, oh, come on. Who was the Arkansas coach? See, I'm bad with names. Come on, Dave Van Horn. Yeah, we'll go with that. Probably (laughs) Probably before him, but that's when I came along, you know. And uh, so I've always loved I, – I like Husker baseball a lot. <clears throat> it's it's not as long as the major league season, and it doesn't get into college football season. So there you go. It, it, it's perfectly timed and positioned. Um, as we – I mean, what, what else is there that, that we can talk about? Because, you know, we – a half hour wouldn't – I mean, it doesn't do it justice, but at the same time – Brian would. It, it, it does probably. Brian would want us I mean, moving forward, you know. Yeah, he would. And the sad fact is, is uh, when any of us go, the world keeps turning. You know, it doesn't stop for a single moment. We were, and uh, you need to realize that when you're going through life, so that you, you know, you know, you're making sure that the people around you know you care about them. And, and I guess if if you don't care about them, well. <laughs> You know, I guess you don't get the support that Brian's family will have, hopefully, going forward from this. And and that's the thing too that you know you you see a lot of people who had you know gone on Facebook or or you know taken to Twitter or uh, the the comments on on coronation on the post is uh, you know if if they had disappeared or hadn't said a whole lot, you know Brian reached out to them and said, hey, how, how's it going? Everything okay? Uh, that's just the type of person he was. Uh, you know, big heart, uh, five heart. It was, he was a five heart guy, uh, you know, in, in, in all, in all opinions. Um, but somebody made the comment in, in the Slack yesterday, you know, as we record this Thursday evening, obviously, um, that Brian would be pissed that we didn't really put out any more content yesterday. <laughs> yeah, he probably would have. He, he, he would not have been happy. Um, but it was, it was the right call. Um, yeah, we needed. I mean, and and going forward, it is will continue to be tough. Um, you know, we we mentioned, uh, you know, that this is Friday. It's game day. You know, it's a short week, so we had that to deal with. And and now you're trying to push, you know, squeeze all this content into one less day normally, and then uh, take into you know consideration, you know, the fact that we essentially went dark yesterday. Um, out of respect and so we ha- we it is up to us now to uh you know carry the torch in in, in the way that brian has and and to uh step up and, and be the for lack of a better term i guess goodwill ambassadors uh that he was at coronation and uh uh he left some big bowling shoes to fill and uh we're, we're gonna have to everybody's gonna have to you know carry the load a little bit that's true yep and uh i I'd be do remiss. We need, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. You're the guest. <laughs> do we do we need to say anything about Illinois? Um, I'm going to be at the game. Uh, let's see, my buddy. It, I don't know where the tickets are, but they cost me ten bucks. Uh, 
um, section 131, row 40, and we got seats 9 through 20 for about half a dozen people, so we should be nice and spacious, because I have sat in the bleachers, Illinois, um, and they are small. It's a small piece of real estate. You pay for your money, um, so hoping that we have a little bit more room to, to spread out. Um, as far as the game goes, uh, I want to see more of what we saw in the second half. You know, in this particularly the fourth quarter, I want to see more Divine Ozigbo, a little less Tanner Lee. Uh, I want to see the defense continue to to step up. Um, this is still not a good Illinois team, and I believe that they're going to be. You know, I, I believe that they put ten true freshmen out on the field last week. They're young, um, kind of un untested. So let's go out there and get that one back. Because I was there two years ago when we lost late. Um, I, oh, that's right. Yeah, 2015. I'm I'm Owen two seeing the Huskers live. They've both been road games, and uh, I want to turn it around. I want to see that streak end, and uh, I will be there, and uh, Brian will be with me, uh, and he'll be he'll be there. He'll be there watching from the big press box in the sky. Yeah. So. Well, I've I've watched Illinois a little bit, and I know that uh, their defense is def- decent, but their offense is god awful. I mean, like horrible, as in they can't score points. So, so you're if, saying if there's we, a chance? D- well, if we don't give them points, <laughs> so I mean, we, let's face it, we we <laughs> lost a game because we gave away points. You know. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, and and, and that's you know, let's let's hope that Tanner Lee doesn't want to throw interceptions and touchdowns to the other team. Uh, that's all yeah. we can hope for. Yeah. Um, John, I want to thank you. It, it's been. A, a trying week, obviously, um, and, but we will go forward and we will continue to carry on um, the way Brian would would want us to. And uh, uh, we all, I, I usually end, end uh, the show saying, um, you know, thanks everybody for listening. Make sure that you check out all the other podcasts on jitterymonkey.com, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm not trying to sell anything this time. I'm not looking for page views. I just want people to remember Brian and, and just how fondly, uh, we thought of, of him. Um, I knew him for seven years, something like that, and had the ability to go down to, to Dallas and meet him a couple of times and, and bring him some ski and, uh, uh, gave him an Xbox, uh, and, you know, just good dude do anything for you and uh uh, the world could use more of him and it's it's really a shame that the world is you know less one of him so right yep agreed totally uh so beyond that this is usually where i say uh um you know i'm greg mahochko that's this is john johnston um i usually say remember the five heart is all the heart you need uh i got a little compilation because brian had some fun uh, after I would usually say that or, or say Go Big Red before the, at the end of each recording. So got a little bit of that for you. We're going to get out of here. Um, go Big Red, John. Take care, everybody, and thanks for reading and being a part of coordination in the community. R.I.P., Brian. Reverse that. Strike like us on Eight. Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Yep. And Go Big Red. The setting is going to be great. Have a great week and go Big Red. Love peace, chicken grease. Go Big Red and remember that five heart is all the heart you need. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving on that note. Go Big Red. Good night now. Five heart 
is all the heart you need. Go Big Red, go Big Red, go Big Red. Go Big Red. I don't know what that was, but I'm definitely keeping it. For Greg Mahachko, I'm Brian Toll, Five Heart Podcast. Remember, Five Heart's all the heart you need. Bob Yakko's going to kill the world with Five Heart. Thank you, Prenation.com. Thank you, Journey Monkey. Peace out. Remember, the Five Heart is all the heart you need. Yeah. Jason Gutierrez. Go Big Red. Should be a good weekend. Yeah. Reminding you, once again, after three months off, Five Heart is all the heart you need. Go Big Red. Yeah. Bye-bye.